Welcome everyone to Two Brain Radio. It is our mission at Two Brain to provide 1 million entrepreneurs the freedom to live the life that they choose. Join us every week as we discover the very best practices to achieve perfect day and move you closer to wealth. All right, so we're here with Sherman Merricks, two brain mentor extraordinaire and owner of Dynasty CrossFit. So, Sherman, for those of the for those listening who don't know, I mean, I, I think you do have a kind of prolific internet presence. But for those who don't know, you know, who are you? How long have you been in business? Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your your story finding CrossFit and and, and your gym. Yeah, man. So I'm Sherman Merricks. I live in Gainesville, Florida. We own Dynasty CrossFit, my wife and I. We've had our gym right at seven, eight years. Uh, we've been an affiliate, you know, sort of that typical story from back then. You can start in your garage. That's what we did, <laughs> starting our garage. And sort of we've been slowly but surely building this thing up to what it is today. I was actually doing CrossFit for a couple years before I even knew what a, what a, you know, what an affiliate was and that type of thing. It's been a great ride. You know, I've been with Two Brain for a while, you know, for a while and excited about this little podcast right here to talk about some cool things that you guys have in store. And so how long have you been involved with Two Brain? Hmm, man, I, I mean, I've been with Two Brain since day one. Coop, Chris Cooper has been my mentor before Two Brain. So I, I would imagine if I had to put a number on it, I mean, I've been with Coop probably four or five years right around that. And how has your business, I guess, changed like before two brain and then after two brain, you know, what were the differences in your business? And then I guess, uh, your lifestyle, your quality of life. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So before two brain, it was sort of the typical, you know, I, I opened the gym for me. I opened the gym from the beginning because I've sort of always known I wanted to be my own boss, wanted to be an entrepreneur, and the barrier to entry to open up an affiliate was so low. I was like, man, this is my shot right here. You know, like I like fitness. I want to run a business. So, you know, I sort of combined those two. And like I said, we started off small in my garage. You know, I was working a job and training in the afternoon and all of that type of stuff. But we came, my wife and I, we sort of came to a turning point when my wife, she became pregnant with our second child, which is our daughter. and we had to make a decision if she was going to go back to work or what was going to happen. And honestly, my wife, she made quote unquote the money back then, but I just couldn't imagine staying on that track of going to work at eight or nine and staying there all day doing office work and going home every day at five or six being miserable. So we decided that we're going to you know, start the gym in the garage. And that's what we did. So basically, once she came home for maternity leave, I was like, hey, now's the time we have to go all in. And I quit my job as well. So young couple, no income, two kids. But that was sort of a blessing in and of itself because uh, failure really wasn't an option. Right? We did not have a choice. Like there was no, there was no one that would, you know, give us money and things like that. So that really lit a fire up under me, of course, and my wife as well. And We've been, you know, we've been blessed ever since. We've been growing and learning and that type of stuff. And I, I've always known, you know, I've always had mentors, whether that's personally, professionally. So when I got into this, I actually had 
another, um, I was working with another company, one call it a mentorship. Um, I was working with another company because I've always known I needed help. So I've always been doing something. Then I met Coop at a, uh, met Coop at some type of seminar or something. He came down to Florida and my wife and I, you know, we sort of clicked in. We've been with Two Brain ever since. And what were the changes? You know, like I, I know you, you and I have talked previously, but I know you, you were working a lot in the gym and I oh. know it wasn't always so easy. Um, so what were the changes that you saw after starting to work with, you know, the mentorship program and the incubator? Oh yeah, man, definitely. So, I mean, when we first started, it was, I was the coach, programmer, cleaner, social media person. Actually, that's my wife. She was in charge of that. Um, but basically we did everything, right? Like one of my most vivid memories is cleaning the gym every single night with the mop, regardless of how long the day was, right? So I would coach the 6 a.m., you know, and then, you know, coach throughout the day. And then at night after the last class, I would have to stay back and mop the floor with the mop. And I remember that just thinking about it makes me sort of cringe. Um, I can't believe that I did that for, you know, I probably did it for about a year, two years, probably like two years. Because I've been there. Was, I've man, been there for sure. That's that's sort of one thing that we stood behind, you know, having a clean gym and, you know, clean bathroom, all that stuff. And man, just doing that on top of everything else would just make the day so long. So I was basically just in survival mode for years, right? Just trying to grow the business in the little downtown that I had to make sure that, you know, people were coming in, payments going through, trying to gain new members. I mean, it was really just, looking back now, it was just like, it was really just a mess. But you do what you have to do and, you know, to get things done. But like I said, I was looking for something different. Actually, one of my, one of the guys that I know, he was like, hey, you should come down to my gym, to a seminar. Uh, this guy, Chris Cooper, is coming. And I think you would like him. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't have anything to lose. I'm, I'm always trying to learn something. So we went to that seminar. And, you know, listening in to some of the things that Chris was saying really resonated. My wife and I, we did not want to be tied to the gym um, 24-7. You know, we wanted this thing to grow the right way, just not, you know, say we have 200 members, but we can't make money. We can't feed our kids. We can't save for retirement, all of that stuff. And Chris was talking about that stuff um, way back then. And then since then, you know, we've been, like I said, two breaks for a while. And now to where we are today, you know, sort of fast forward, I don't want to bore you too much, but, you know, now don't coach any classes, uh, you know, not needed in the day to day. Um, however, I am still present in my gym. You know, I, I think it's cool for people to sort of do what works for them. You know, I really don't have a, a preference to be totally removed from my gym, not in the gym ever most days. But I know some guys, they freaking don't do anything with their gym. You know, some of the mentors, they don't do anything someone's running it and I have a you know I have a general manager and all of that stuff operations director and I have all of that but I still like to be involved in the gym hang around the community some and stuff like that but man my life is so different now you know like you know like I love to travel my family and I so we you know we travel probably four or five weeks a year and all that type of stuff and you know the gym runs just fine without me um and that's really a testament to the years of hard work and learning and growing and trying to, you know, get this thing to where I want to be. That's sort of where I am today. And so you were saying like before the gym wasn't making as much money. You were in the gym day in and day out doing all the, all the roles and tasks. Now, I guess what I'm hearing you say is it's a lot different. You're, you're removed. You, you choose to be in when you want to be in, but you can leave and go on vacation when you want to and 
the businesses making enough money to be able to support you and your family. Is that correct? Correct. That's great, man. And so tell me a little bit about tell me a little bit about your experience trying to grow some of your programs. We're gonna talk about the paid advertising strategies that you've been able to implement with two brain marketing, but I wanna first hear more about, you know, you're you're a super charismatic guy, you're great on camera. How you know, before really pushing heavily with paid advertising, uh, how would you grow your programs? How would you market at your gym? Yeah, so that <laughs> You know, this is a great question because I think that, like, I like the paid advertising, but I also really enjoy doing the organic stuff. Now, I will say it's one of the biggest differences is, you know, the organic stuff is very, very difficult. It takes years and years to hone in. I wish that I would have found paid advertising a little bit earlier. Um, but, you know, with my organic stuff, like, I still do a lot of organic stuff. Now, if you guys don't know what organic quote unquote stuff we're talking about is, you know, a lot of some of the programs I run, I don't, I don't run any paid advertising and we still have great turnouts and stuff like that and great signups. But one of the biggest keys to my success has been, you know, keeping an email list and really continuing to put out content for, for people that can really benefit them. Not just when I'm trying to get them to sign up for something. Right. So some of the things that I really implement is, you know, like I enjoy going live, right. I enjoy being on, being on camera. I'm comfortable in front of the camera. So we try to just get on and interact with people as much as possible. If I'm being honest, you know, we've gotten away from that a little bit just because paid advertising is so good. But it's funny that we're doing this, this little interview right now because we're actually running a, a, a weight loss program here soon. And I'm only doing, you know, for the most part, organic marketing. And like I said, we've just, we've only been marketing it for about a not even a week, and we already have like three signups already, and we're gonna promote it for like six weeks. So our goal is to get you know twenty five thirty signups at the price we're asking. And I think a lot of gyms could benefit from really understanding how to utilize the how to utilize the organic marketing because when you can put the organic marketing with the paid marketing, then you have a recipe for success that's hard to match. So when you're talking about creating content for people in your audience and your news on your newsletter list. What's the stuff you put out when you go live? What are you talking about? Yeah. So here's the thing that I think a lot of people complicate and overcomplicate, you know, as fitness professionals, most of us take stuff for granted, right? They take information for granted that we know it's second nature to us, but to the common person, you know, just how to prepare their plate is a huge deal, right? So I go on and just talk about anything really you know if someone asked me a question in the gym one day i was like oh all right i'm gonna go live today i'm gonna talk about you know she just said what type of foods should i eat at night or what's the latest i should eat at night it's basic stuff you know one thing i will say about the live videos they're sort of better when you can sort of announce them because if not and i don't want to say better just you have a little more interaction when you can announce them because the people that want to watch them, they will actually get on at that time and they'll interact with you as opposed to when you just jump on live, like I do a lot of times, uh, you know, I won't have a lot of interaction while I'm on there. So it's sort of just me feeling dumb talking into my phone or the camera, <laughs> but people will pop on and then people will go back and watch it. And then questions and comments will come up. But honestly, I just talk about anything that could be beneficial to my future clients, right? My potential clients. So what you're saying is you basically, you're surveying your current clients and seeing, okay, what are the questions I'm getting most often from the people who already are, are existing clients? And I think the logic there is, well, if 
my current clients have these questions. Prospective clients are probably going to have these too. And so you're, you're kind of creating the content, the videos, the things you're talking about, the emails you're writing about based off of that feedback. Is that correct? Yes, correct. That's great, man. That's great, man. Awesome. So now I'd like to talk a little bit more about, actually, before we move on, for people who want to try this out, what's your process? Do you like, you blast a post out saying, hey, we're going to go live talking about how to eat after 5 p.m. and that goes out 10 hours before or whatever it is. Like, what's the what's the process? If, you know, what I would do, get the most bang for your buck is post it on your, um, on your social media sites um, like a day before, like if you can, you know, if you're going to go live on Tuesday, post it on Monday. Say, hey, guys, tomorrow we're going to be talking about how, what type of foods to eat after 5 p.m. Are we going to talk about how to, you know, really get shredded for the summer? Something called summer shred, right? Um, going to talk about that tomorrow at 5 p.m. And then the day of, you post it again. And I like to post everything from my, from my personal page as well. So I'll post it from, you know, I'll post it from the business page. Then I'll share it on my personal page. Of course, I'm asking, you know, my members to share it. I'm asking my, you know, my wife is going to share it. Coach is going to share it. Um, because I think for the most part, we as gym owners, we don't like asking people to do stuff. But if we don't ask them, they're not going to do it. But if we ask them, most will do it. So, you know, all of my members will tell you, I don't have an issue with asking them to do anything, right? Like, hey, um, we're going to be running this program. Tell your friends, post it on your page. Hey, post it on your page again, right? Because uh, that's how you reach people that, because the people want to get in shape, man. Like, that's the thing. It, it's not really about crossfit and barbells and all that if you are talking about a solution to their problems people are going to come in and at least talk to you right so i think to sort of come back to your question is you have to be sharing it across a lot of different avenues on social media but you need more than just you sharing it you need your coaches you need your clients and that type of thing right there okay cool so what you'll do is you'll basically say hey we got this thing we're going to run with you'll have people in your and your captive audience know first your clients and then they share it, help get the word out. And then, you know, you have a little bit of time to collect some, yeah, get, get some, some anticipation going and, and, and people looking forward to see what you're going to have to say. Yeah, is that correct? correct? And you know, one of the biggest things is, you know, like you said, like I'm, I consider myself fairly good on camera, but there's still piece of me that gets sort of hesitant when I get, when I get ready to make a video or something, I was like, man, no one wants to see this. How am I going to look? You know, how's it going to sound? But really, once you get on, if you're really, you know, genuinely trying to help people, it's going to turn out fine, right? Doesn't mean the burrito is going to be perfect or anything like that, but it's going to speak to someone. And that's all, you know, if I get on and speak to one person at a time, that's totally fine. That's one person that I help, you know. Awesome. So how has your business changed since joining? What has your experience been with paid advertising prior to doing the two brain marketing course and uh, how has your business changed since implementing some of the, the strategies that we teach? Yeah. So I think that before, before I was working with two brain marketing, you know, we basically did, like I did no real paid advertising. Now, I would boost some posts. Like I would boost some posts, you know, back when people, I don't even know people still boost posts, right? Um, I would boost some posts. You know, I was like, all right, I think it's like a pretty good post. No rhyme or reason to it. Just, all right, I'm going to put $20 to it and see how many people will comment, right? I wasn't even trying to really get people to sign up. I was trying to get more traffic to my page. And like we talked about, most of my programs were 
selling out with only organic marketing. So I wasn't too concerned about honestly paid advertising until you and John, you know, I watched some of you guys stuff. And I'm like, man, these guys are killing it. I need to really look at this. You know, if I can grow my business like these guys have. So, you know, I jumped on two brain marketing and now it's a, like, it's a different, it's just a totally different animal as far as the, the number of leads coming in, uh, the way that we have to deal with them and all of that stuff. So beforehand, there was not a lot of, you know, there was not a lot of paid advertising going. Like I said, I would really only boost a post. And then until I sign up with two brain marketing now, it's just a lot of work that has to be done right to really see the benefits of it, you know? And so what, I guess, before we talk about Actually, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that work? You know, now you, when you run paid ads, I guess before we talk about that, what exactly do you sell and how do you sell it? I'd like to talk more about, you know, what's your front end offer? What do people come to you most often looking for you to solve? You know, what do, what do you sell and how do you sell it? Yeah, great question. So we are really selling a solution to weight loss problems for the most part, right? At my gym, we don't target males, right? Just a and not that we don't have males in the gym, we just don't pay to get them in because from what we've seen, you know, over the years of being with Two Brain Market, the guys are very difficult to get in, right? So, you know, when we're talking about paid advertising, you know, we're talking about an ROI, it makes dollars and cents. So from a business perspective for us, it doesn't make sense for us to target males. So all of our ads are sort of catered toward my ideal client, right? It's going to be that female age, you know, 26 to 60 or so, right? So all of our stuff is speaking to weight loss, getting lean, that type of thing. And our front end offer is really to get people in the door. It's a 90 day challenge. And that's what we're talking about to get people in. Now, here's one of the biggest sort of fallacies that I've seen with people new to running Facebook ads. We run the 90 day challenge, get them in the door, listen to what they want. And then we make the best recommendation based on their goals, not on what brought them in, right? So Yes, they've seen the 90-day challenge ads on Facebook. That's what has them sitting in front of me. But me or my, one of my coaches, whoever's doing the No Sweat intro, we're sitting down with them and we see this person really needs one-on-one -on -one personal training. That's what we're going to recommend to them. We're not going to recommend, oh, you should do this 90-day group challenge when that's not going to get them the best results possible. Because at the end of the day, we, don't, we want them to be super successful because if they're super successful, then we're super successful, you know? No, that makes total sense. So what you're saying is someone will come in because they see an ad program sounds cool. But when you sit down and talk with them, you're prescribing the best solution that's going to fit fit their, their needs, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what we're doing. So can you walk us through your, you know, your sales pipeline? So someone sees the ad, they, they inquire for more information. What happens next? Yeah. So someone sees the ad, they're going to, you know, they're going to, see a picture or a video, they got to click on it. They're going to go to a landing page. The landing page speaks to them. They're going to enter their information. And then, because first we're going to capture their information before we let them see our scheduling availability, right? Because we want that, we want to have their contact info because they're interested, right? They're interested. So before we even let them see our scheduling software, what availability we have, we're going to capture their info. Once they go there, now, they're going to pick a time that works for them. They're going to self-schedule. They don't have to call us. Uh, they don't have to come by or anything until their time. Once they enter their, their appointment time, that's when we start working, right? Now, we have two options here because they may enter their info and not see a time that works for them. And a lot of times people won't book anything because they don't see a time that works for them. And then that's when we'll reach out to them in two or three minutes 
and say, hey, we saw that you wanted more info about the 90-day challenge. Do you need any help scheduling your appointment, right? Um, if they say yes, we'll, you know, we'll help them through that. A lot of times people, a lot of people just trying to get the price, you know, first thing they say, oh, well, how much is it first? You know, we will give prices over the phone, um, but we want a little bit more information before we just yell out a price because we like to know more about this person, right? It could be $1,200 a month to come here. If this is someone that's very deconditioned, they can't go to a group class, they need personal training four times a week, you know, but we don't make those type of decisions over, over the phone. So we're trying to get them to come in, right? But if someone persists, absolutely give them a price range. Who handles that? So you said they are given their information you guys respond in two, three minutes. Right, who so does that? We have that? a unique setup here. Um, my old general manager, she she moved away, but she was so good that I couldn't let her go, right? So she actually handles, and her name is Stephanie. I'm not going to tell you her last name because I don't want people reaching out to her. <laughs> she, she does <laughs> all of that, right? And she does it remotely. She actually lives out hundreds of miles away. So she's in charge of the software that we use, you know, and she's reaching out to them. Uh, she's following up with them. She's scheduling. She's rescheduling if they have issues and all of that stuff. So I'm so I'm totally hands off of that, right? Um, I'm not doing really anything with the software. She's scheduling, communicating with the coaches, making sure everyone's on the same page. Awesome. And so someone books an appointment. What happens? What yeah, do you guys so do? Once they book an appointment, we're going to. So they can only book an appointment. I want to say three days out. Three days out. So um, in that time, we're going to email them a couple times. We're also going to text message them the night, the day before, right? So Mateo, if you had an appointment with us on, what's today? Tuesday, whatever, Wednesday, Wednesday. Today's so Wednesday. If you had an appointment with us on Friday, right? Tomorrow, you you will receive a text message from us saying, now in the meantime, while you're receiving this, you're still going to be receiving emails from us as well, sort of just talking about the value that we're going to be adding in the no sweat intro, right? Um, you, you may meet our team and stuff like that. So once they go through that, they're going to receive a text message the day before. If we don't hear back from them to confirm, because we ask them to confirm because I don't want my coaches showing up if no one's going to be here. So we basically ask them to confirm. Uh, you know, we send them a message, blah, blah, blah. We look forward to seeing you. Please confirm that you'll be attending this appointment. And if they don't confirm, we will reach out again, the date of the appointment via phone call or text message again. Sometimes people just miss it or they get busy and they forget, but we want to make sure that we stay on top of them. And, you know, this has been sort of new to us, paid advertising. I'm, you know, like, you know, Mateo, it's a numbers game. So just because someone books an appointment doesn't mean they're showing, right? So we need to make sure that we're following up and really doing everything we can do to get them to show up. And, you know, the numbers, you know, everyone's not showing up. And then we basically work it from there. If they don't show up, they're going to go into a different, you know, funnel. And we're going to continue to nurture them forever until they tell us, leave us alone or they come in for a no sweat intro, right? I think that's the biggest piece that I was missing prior to two brain marketing was the continual follow-up, right? Like if someone came in, I had a Google sheet back in the day and I would follow up for a month or two because... You know, whenever I get low on clients, oh, I need to look at that Google sheet. Oh, yeah, that lady came last month. Let me follow up with her. But six months later, I was following up with no one, right? Uh, I was following up with no one. I wasn't going back to, you know, I wasn't going right. back in July to look at the people in February and following up with them. They were sort of just lost leads. So now we have a system and all of that. I have someone in charge of all that. 
and we just follow up with them consistently until they tell us no, right? Like our software is managing all that, person in charge of the software. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I've seen over the last six months is, you know, really keeping up with the data and stuff. There's, there's, there's probably 25, 30% of people that come into our funnel and just sit in there. They don't respond to any emails. They'll open them. But three months later, like they'll book a no sweat intro and come in, right? So just because they're not ready right when they get into your funnel doesn't mean they're not ready. So really, you're doing yourself a disservice if you aren't constantly following up with these people until you get a yes or a no. I want a yes or a no personally, right? I, you know, I prefer a yes, but I'll take a no as well because they tell me no. Okay, well, I can scratch them off the list and I can move on to the next person that I can help. No, I love that. Yeah. And so what... What kind of returns are you seeing, um, you know, from your paid advertising efforts? You know, what has your ROI been? How has your membership grown? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so membership has grown. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. I guess I should, but I do keep up with, you know, my ROI and that type of thing right there. Now, you know, I'll just use last year. I'll use, what was it, August? No, I'll use September, October, and November, right? So September, October, and November, I was spending about, $800 a month on Facebook ads. And in those three months, we gained on average, say 12 people. And that was, you know, that was on average about $11,000 of front end revenue, right? So I was spending seven, I was spending seven fifty, wow. and then that was turning around in about $11,000 of front end revenue. Because every, again, everyone that comes in, they're not doing you know, like we require personal training before we allow them in our group. So some people, they would come in, do a little personal training and go to group. Some people, they would come in and be like, hey, I only want to do personal training. So, you know, for us, everything sort of starts with personal training anyway. So that's how we get our numbers. You know, our numbers are so high. So for me, um, you know, this year we've bumped our ad spend up to about $1,200 a month, you know. So and we're seeing, you know, the the benefits of that. And I think one of the one of the main things I've learned is to, this is sort of a, I'm trying to think of the right term. It's sort of a hit or miss game, right? It's not going, just because you spend X amount of money per month, it doesn't guarantee that it's going to work, right? You have to play with your ads. You have to get your, your copyright. You have to find the right picture. And sometimes one picture may work and it may be crushing it. Then all of a sudden, two weeks later, it may not be doing as well, right? So that's where you, you, you're constantly sort of fidgeting with it, making it better. But I've seen a huge ROI. ROI on my on my uh um on my investment with two brain marketing and my ad spend. So um, I really couldn't be happier. And what do you attribute your success to? Like what's been the key? I know you mentioned a little bit about staying vigilant and 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 looking at your metrics on a regular basis, but what else? Is it just that you've been able to utilize the prescriptive model when you bring people in and, and give them the solution and those high ticket items? Or what do you think has been the key to your success? Yeah, so I think one of the you know, one of the major keys to our success has been, yes, we've been able to get people in, but we really take the sales piece seriously, right? Like all of my coaches, you know, I, I personally train them on the sales piece because like the marketing may work, but if people are coming in and you can't sell them and, you know, some people don't like the word sale, but, you know, everyone's selling something, the people that don't know, you know, they're in trouble, right? Because you better believe that there's other franchise uh, type gyms out there that are absolutely selling. They're trying to sign these people up. So as are we. And um, I think one of our, you know, one of our biggest pieces have been my coaches and myself. We really take the sales piece seriously. We read, we get together, we role play. We're constantly trying to get better at that sales piece. Well, I think that we're going to have to do a whole other call just for that, man. Yes. Yeah, for yeah, sales training. Fun. I love it. 
All right, Sherman. Well, that's all I got. Thanks so much for for coming on here. And uh, where can people find you if they yeah, want to talk to you wants more? To find me, they can find me on social media. I should be the only Sherman Merricks, or they can simply email me Sherman at twobrainbusiness.com. Awesome, man. Thank right, you. Look-